eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Is there one part of your game prep that you can't ignore for baseball? Something, what is for you, what for you is something that I absolutely have to do this or else I will feel naked as the game begins? I think my, you know, the the best process I've kind of come to over the course of the last few years of doing the national, you know, weekly, essentially national baseball gig is I just need to do the previous night's game, you know, really works well when we do the Saturday game, you know, the, for, for Fox, cause there's obviously a Friday night game to open the series. So if I, you know, I had Bra- uh, Braves brewers in July and I did all my, fr- uh, this is like my Friday night book. So I did a lot more, in my Friday night book, it's kind of loaded up with stuff. It's loaded up with notes. I add a lot of those after the game. Uh, Cause again, I'm not calling the game. I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm watching it. I'm observing it and kind of going through the whole lineup card for both teams. For the listeners, Adam is holding up his uh, edition of the Bob Carpenter scorebook. Bob Carpenter, yep. a guest on this show uh, a couple of weeks ago. Um, and so, yeah, so so wherever you are, even if you're not in the city yet or whatever, you watch the game and, and score it. Do you try to be there in the ballpark to score it? It's, if I can be, I will. If I'm in town, I'll either go to the game or I'll watch the local broadcast and I'll just yeah. go through the entire game. I will do my scorebook as if I'm calling the game that night. And like I said, I'll add some notes even during the game or, or even post game, I'll I'll add a couple of post game notes. And that way I at least feel like the the word you use that great word, Matt embedded. I want to feel like I'm at least embedded in the moment. Now that's not the only prep I do. Like obviously during the week, I'm doing a lot of this. I'm holding up a notebook right now that I have during the season with just, you know, split down the middle and just notes for both teams. All right. Are they hot? Are they cold? What was their high point of the season? Fifteen games mm. over. Now it's now it's you know there are six games, so you know the division has changed, and you try to just hit the storylines as the local guys would. You know that's that's the biggest goal I think to try to make yourself, who again me, who's not a day to day guy, to yeah, try man. to at least 
make the local audience because the the baseball local audience is as I use the word ruthless somewhat in tongue and somewhat tongue in cheek and oh in no jest, no but it's hundred percent ruthless man it's their you stand, national guys there's, yeah the standards for local baseball fans are very high because they live and die for eight months with this team basically or for for six months with this team and yeah i mean even going back to spring training it's more like eight months you know like you're you're really living and dying with the team and your broadcast team like you're right you're with your guys every single hey, day and it's hard hey, to man. recreate that knowledge it's part of it's partially my fault adam when i was um when i was working with your colleague <laughs> jason goff over at nbc uh, sports chicago you guys work over there but jason and i did radio yep. together and came up together as producers as well i i coined the term out of town stupid because sometimes <laughs> like because we're in town and we're following yeah. it wasn't just about baseball but man it rears its head in baseball all the time so if yeah. you don't know the context, we'll call you out. And then you've kind of lost them for the rest of the broadcast, no matter how good you are. Yeah. And, and then you're battling, like, if that team plays poorly that night, you are now associated with how badly that team plays. Like we had, you know, that, that game, that, that July game that I had at uh, up in Milwaukee between Atlanta and the, and the Brewers that was the Sal Freelich game. The kid who made his major league debut oh went three for God. three, two incredible catches at the game tying RBI had the game winning sack fly. And what was a, a fabulous baseball game. And I had Braves fans saying like, I can't believe how biased you are. You're supposed to be down the middle, which first off, let me, let me say this. No, we're not supposed to be unbiased on a national broadcast. We're supposed to give context for both teams and why things matter and where they're at at that point of the season. But there's no such thing as unbiased on a national broadcast. And I think that's the biggest misnomer that fans have about tuning in. And I'll explain, you have a little bit of a quizzical look on your face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because I, 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 I understand I, I've why. Talked about, I've talked about this issue with, with, with Joe Buck just talked about it with, with, um, with, with a lot of people. Cause like the, sure. cause I've thought about it as you're supposed to give context. And of course you'll be excited about whatever goes well for either team. Cause you want excellence. You're there to appreciate, but you tell me your, your definition of, of, of yeah. what you're talking about. And then that's part of it too, Matt is, is like you want your, I'm going to ride the wave of the game. I'm not here to ride the wave of your teams. I'm here to ride the wave of the game. So whatever happens in the game is what we're going to uh -huh. latch on to regardless. I can't sit here and frame everything in the prism of how a Brewers fan see it, sees it or how a Braves fan sees it. I'm here to view the game in the prism of a, of a person just watching a baseball game. I let the game dictate what we talk about. You know, and I, I've gotten better about that. And that's one thing about Fox doing games at Fox Sports compared to doing games at ESPN. At ESPN, and I, I don't think this is necessarily a criticism, it might come off as such, I think it's more of just a philosophical approach and a stylistic approach, where they wanted to be the overarching uh, uh, voice of baseball. Like, we are the omnipotent voice of the game, and I get it. Sunday night baseball, you're the last game of the week, you are, you're recapping the week and setting things up, so there is a little bit of that, and I understand it. But the philosophy since I've been at Fox Sports is the game dictates what we talk about. I want to be as prepared as I possibly can for both teams and for every player that's going to come up. But if one guy does something incredible, I can't pretend that that's not happening because to a casual uh -huh. fan or to a fan of neither of the teams, this is one of the coolest. If you can't appreciate that, 
I don't know how to explain it to you. If, if you're a Braves fan and you're upset, that I get. I totally understand that. That's okay for you to feel that way. And you want to be upset at the most accessible punching bag that you have. And that's me on Twitter or wherever. Like, oh, this guy sucks or he's biased. I don't. I, I think the bias thing is such a misnomer because no game that you have ever watched in Major League Baseball or in the NFL, barring a tie, or in the NBA, has ever ended with a straight down the middle score. If you look at the scoreboard, typically, again, outside of catastrophe or a tie in the NFL, one sure. team wins and one team loses. The scoreboard itself is biased. One team <laughs> did better than the other. Like I like that's such a simple concept. And I've come to that conclusion a long time ago. And by the way, I don't expect fans to care about that or know that. Like, that's not their job to do so. So if you don't well, I'll feel tell you, that way or I'll, don't agree, I understand. I, I'll tell you this, though. The, the difference in perspectives from the broadcast execs or whatever is, notice, is noticeable to the fans. And I think they do care about that because – I'll take calls from people saying, I feel like, you know, whether it's ESPN or whoever is trying to tell me what I should care about and shoving these pre-produced pieces. The game is going on right here. Yeah. Like the something yeah. is happening over here. So you have to follow the game and let the game drive the content. It's got to be tempting to do it the other way when you've got all week to think about and all week to prepare yeah. stuff and, and, and you try to guess the storylines, but that's not how sports works. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team. 